0: what is going on guys and welcome to another episode of the beyond rad podcast my name is chad and this week we were joined once again by makai gray of the band the first So you may remember but the first is a project from Makai. It's his solo project but he has a lot of other people contributing. He's recording most of the instruments doing all of the vocals as well as doing the production. Really really cool super talented guy just super awesome and uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear this interview because he he gets to cover a lot of the things he's been going through. Obviously 2020 has been a crazy year for so many of us and and uh, Makai is no exception. He's he's had a, a gnarly year between the, the hurricane or the uh, tornadoes that hit in Nashville and living on people's in people's homes and their couches, uh, and then you know getting a new studio and all of these things coming about. He's just he's had a quite the experience this year. So before we jump in, be sure to head on over to his Facebook, his Instagram, also SoundCloud, Spotify. You know, follow him. Make sure that you uh, you let him know. That, that you care because he's he's like i said just a super rad guy and uh, let him know what you think of the music and uh, while you're at it just hit up the podcast and and i'd love to hear from you let me know what you're thinking but without further ado let's just jump right on in what is going on man how are you dude so good how about yourself doing excellent heck yeah dude
1: crystal clear on my end
0: i'm glad to hear it (laughs) good 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 dude thanks again for joining me on the podcast second time man it's the charm right dude thank
1: you so much for having me back man like so much has happened since since uh you know our debut experience
0: (laughs) man it's been quite a while huh
1: it has when was the last time we talked do you remember
0: oh my goodness i don't even remember i'd have to like i like let me pull up my uh, my app it was here a way back man yeah, yeah it was it's quite a while man it's it's crazy I, I mean it's been over a year i think
1: it's i would think so because i remember we only had a few singles out yeah and uh of course now we have the full album and god that feels like an eternity ago but i don't think it was <laughs> that long ago I, I think it was probably about a year maybe you're right
0: let's yeah I'm still looking I'm, I'm trying to find yeah, but, it here
1: because I'm actually interested now
0: yeah me too <laughs> it's actually <laughs> man it time flies though because obviously like you said you've done a ton so it was oh and in
1: 2020 on top of it all man
0: yeah dude so like, July 12th is when your when your episode dropped of last year so july
1: twelfth,
0: yeah man oh so
1: the day after uh came out yep
0: that's that's one oh, yeah wow
1: no been a kidding. while man <laughs> wow holy cow crazy man. dude yeah so we were yeah we were just coming out with a hubcap guitar and yep. uh uh that was our first single with uh carried four
2: yeah, and, man. Uh, we
1: worked with them for well, really, just up until our contract expired uh, last month. Oh, so okay, it's been we we were with them with a few years. And, yeah, man. Uh, Jane's
0: a good guy, man.
1: He is, man. He did a great job. He got us an American songwriter.
0: Yeah, dude. Um,
1: and we ended up also teaming up with Jesse Lee over at High Road Publicity. Oh, nice. Uh, he, him and James did a little tag team kind of thing. Heck yeah! And uh, he he helped get us into AP, and so yeah, man, we're
0: super grateful. Yeah, dude. So obviously, a lot's been going on. A lot has yeah. has happened. You, <laughs> yeah. You've got you've got two brand new singles. Uh, you've released two this year, right? I know. Obviously, uh, Tarantino and Duh are the two that I'm thinking yeah. of.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, let's see, going back to January, which feels like eternity ago, we dropped pawn shop.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was still this year, but it sure doesn't feel like it. (laughs) I know 2020 the year that never ends, bro. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we had the full length album come out and, uh, let's see, that had 10 songs, but I, I, about half of them were already out.
0: Yeah. So that's probably why I didn't think much of that. Exactly. Cause, cause I had heard most of them. So
1: <laughs> yeah, yep, dude, that's exactly. awesome,
0: man. So, yeah, uh, thank you, brother. so things must be going pretty well.
1: Well, we had our first number one at radio, which was awesome. And the yeah. beach of all places.
0: Nice dude.
1: Um, yeah, we love the West coast, man. We spent some time out there. Uh, well, I guess just before we talked to you last doing the seven 11 video and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. And uh, we, we went back out there for Tarantino and um dope, man oh thank you so much man yeah
0: dude
2: thank
1: you and that was of course our first single with steve hardy grammy winner yeah um and he'll be mixing the whole second record you know about that yeah stepping
0: stepping into the big leagues brother
1: (laughs) that's right man
0: (laughs) dude that's so stellar so you're still in nashville right
1: Still in Nashville. Um, dude, our, our house uh, after the tornadoes in Nashville back in March.
2: Oh,
0: man. Um, I forgot you know, about that, too.
1: Yeah. We were in an old brick house, you know, and we were super, super blessed. Like, our neighbor's house collapsed and everything. Our Dang. house was fine, but it was red taped, you know, by Metro and everything. So, we, we spent the last six months pretty much moving around about Dang. six or seven times which is pretty tedious um you know thank god the second half of the album was recorded yeah because i didn't have you know no gear or anything like that
2: dang uh, dude but we're
1: we're finally you know so we're staying put um you know i've got a brand new studio that we've built and nice. i'm back in there we've got uh well i guess i wrote about 40 tunes while i was moving around and uh i'm focusing about you know. I don't know, 14 or 15 right now nice, in the reporting process.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, man, I mean, if nothing else, it's got great content to come out of it, you know?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's uh, almost it's like living more... on the
0: road again, dude.
1: <laughs> it is, man. It, it was, except taking all of your possessions
0: with Yeah, you, I bet that, that was even more gear. stressful, man, because obviously- you we, we when we first talked that was one of the big focuses you had was before even yeah. you know creating the the name for yourself was going out and mm-hmm. playing those shows getting to know the areas and, right and kind of getting your name out there so so That's obviously right. uh you know it is i'd imagine it's quite a bit more stressful when it's unplanned unscripted and uh and significantly more stuff involved <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It it was interesting, you know, but like I said, we were very grateful. You know, there was a lot of people, you know, really affected much, much worse um, um, by the tornadoes. And and then of course the week after was Corona. So that that was kind of an interesting wrench. Uh, But like I said, you know, we're, we're back in place and um, you know, album two is deep underway, man.
0: Heck yeah, dude. So, uh, so what, where are we at, man? Where are we at on album two?
1: Well, first single January, 2021 nice Uh, small talk is the name awesome yep yep so we're that's about all i can say at the moment hey that's Um, that's enough
0: man that's sweet so so tarantino you'll
1: be mixing it
0: heck yeah dude that's awesome so so tarantino and duh they're just standalones
1: they are on Prelude, the full length.
0: Oh, record. is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Man, I'm. Yeah. I'm so so far out of it sometimes, man. I feel like. Because oh, I, I this, listened this to the is album. What this year. Oh, I know, dude. I I listened to. And the hard thing too, man, is like, I, I love to just. I, I you and I talked about this. I love going through and listening through an album, right? But I found yeah, that like I don't have much time to listen through multiple times. You know what I mean? To oh, yeah, uh, to like catch all the nuances anymore because I'm. I'm listening to all the new stuff. I'm trying to make sure I listen to all of the songs and all of the music from the artists that I'm getting on the podcast, and oh, and yeah. uh, and then it's you know
1: saturated right now. Yeah,
0: and then obviously you know like a lot of the a lot of the bands that I grew up on, they've been releasing music, which has been distracting me from from all the other stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, man. <laughs> it's like Goldfinger oh, yeah. just
0: released a new single. Uh, Less than Jake announced their new album, which those are obviously some Love big it. bands for I me. Saw yeah. The- yeah, yeah Go Finger
1: did that uh, right wing corona hit. I saw they did that uh uh quarantine. Yeah. Uh, was it Superman I think? Yeah, so
0: they did actually multiple. Yeah, it's pretty dope. They uh they did so. like they did a live stream basically style of, of, you know, their most popular songs, but now they even have a brand new song that released last week. So it's like, that's awesome, dude, man. just so I much, so much music. And uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's saturated. And that's why we wanted to disappear for a little bit. You know, we went on a on a high note. I didn't think this album uh, would make it to the right. Ra- I didn't even think a single would make it to FM radio in the U S much less the whole album, much yeah. less, you know, uh, that's a huge congrats right there dude yeah that's awesome man uh but nonetheless you know i figured uh man what a great time to just disappear for a little while you know catch up on the other releases myself yeah seriously and uh you know just pop out in 2021 with you know a ton of new songs and a lot of variety on the new record too i think some people will be a little bit more surprised
0: nice man i like it because so so i'm assuming i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i'm assuming you're going to stick pretty pretty solidly with the rock the, the classic rock vibe that you've been carrying on, you know, it's kind of a, I feel like that's a torch that you, that you've, you've proudly borne the the weight of, of you know, with the music you've released. Cause it's, <laughs> well, it's thanks. a, it's a challenging, it's a challenging genre to really, to hold up. You know what I mean? It's
1: it, well, I appreciate it. I, I definitely, um, you know, we were very blessed with some of the press quotes we got and stuff like that. And, yeah. um, you know, it was funny. American songwriter, like, do you feel any pressure now on the second album? Like, basically, now that you know we care, and I was <laughs> like, I, I, like, uh. I was like, I didn't until you asked me that question. <laughs> until you just
0: put the pressure on, bro. <laughs> and, you
1: know, uh, I said, oh no, no, no. You know, but um, but you know that there's a, but again, there's a lot more variety here. Um, you know, there's yeah, there's still a lot of classic influence. Uh, maybe that you didn't hear on the first record, like, you know, queen and the cure and that'll be through more on the second album, but you know, there'll definitely be, you know, some eight Oh eights. And I mean, you know, I want to, I want to keep it a little bit more modern. Um, like it, you know, I I was fairly surprised by when some of the reviews, you know, said that, that they felt it was a little bit classic. Um, though I was definitely honored, you know, we were, you know, trying to mix it up a little bit with some of the beats in the background. Yeah. and, And, uh, some of the whammy effects. So I think we'll just amp that up this time to make it a little bit more current.
0: Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, like I, 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 when I say, you know, just, just know that I'm meaning as a compliment. Cause it's, like oh, I said, that's, that's check. a big, you know, that's a big Thank uh you, responsibility. Thank cause, you. cause realistically, you know, I mean, especially recently, you know, with the passing of Eddie Van Halen, it's like that genre know, is really man. like ACDC's obviously got some new stuff, but that genre of that yeah. classic rock, has really just kind of taken a dive, and so you know it's nice to have people carrying the torch.
1: Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I, I think that's for a few reasons. You know, I mean, it definitely takes a lot of homework to uh, to play in that genre. You know, it's definitely yeah. not always the most like pick up and play, like uh, like punk rock is, which yeah. we also have a lot of a lot of background into. Um, but uh, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, so tell me a little bit in terms of. Of you know, prepping for the second album. You said obviously the second album was well underway when the the mm-hmm. tornado hit. Um mm-hmm. things are obviously really well underway now. Have you have you recorded everything? And it's now on to mastering, or where where are you at?
1: No, no, we're still recording. We're okay, still recording. Um, like I said, I wrote about forty tunes. It's crazy, um, man. I that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, but you know, I like the Springsteen rule. It's like, you know, three to one or four to one, you know, just, uh, just really curating the content. Like you said, you don't have time. Yeah. Like our, that's why the first record is 29 minutes and, you know, however many seconds. Um, Yeah. Like keep, keep it short, you know, so. Yeah, the kiss method, right?
0: Um, The keep it simple, stupid. That's
1: right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, but we've recorded or started recording about twenty songs.
0: That's awesome. And
1: uh, already trying to whittle it down to about you know sixteen or so to really focus on.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, yeah, thank you. So, so with that, you know, the whittling down process has it been kind of difficult to figure out which ones are going to make the cut?
1: It has, you know, it has been difficult because, you know, for instance, we've cut a song and, you know, there'll be an old mix, you know, in one of the cars or something and I'll hear it and I'll go, oh, this is a cool song. What band is this? And I'll turn it up a little bit. i be like, "Ah, oh, crap, it's our record, you know, <laughs> by the way, this is the song I just cut from the record that we said we weren't going to put on the record. Oh, that's you know? amazing. And so then I'm like, well, oh, <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe I should put I should it, back. it back,
1: you know. <laughs> And, uh, so there's, there's a lot of material and there's a lot of variation. There's, um, there's a good bit of surf rock. There's, uh, uh, a hint of dubstep. There's, nice. um, maybe I, yeah, I guess some people might say a little bit of a chili peppers vibe. Hey man, you point. can't go wrong with um, some chili
0: pepper vibes In
1: <laughs> you can't, you can't. And they had great influences, you know, George Clinton and, yeah. um, everything that they were listening to,
0: man sounds exciting, dude.
1: Thank you so much, man. I wish I could share more than that. You know, No, I, but, uh... that's,
0: that's the coolest part about it, right? Is like right now it's, it's the, it's the, the kind of mysterious, you know, we're in Halloween season, you know, so it's like the mysterious, the unknown, the, you know, the mystery of it all. I think it's, I, that, that actually is really exciting to me because um, for me, one of the coolest parts about about a new release is the anticipation, right? Like,
1: ah. cause,
0: cause I love like that, that's kind of a, it's a kind of a two sides to the, to the coin, right? Like if I anticipate something too much and it's, and it's not as good as I hoped, right? Right? Like you watch the dark Knight and then you're like anticipating the dark Knight rises. Dark Knight right. rises is fantastic standalone, right. but in comparison to the dark Knight, you're kind of like, uh, so you know you, you don't want your expectations to be so high that you get let down. Totally. But for me, the anticipation gets me really excited because then, like I said, for me that that first listen through is such a cool experience because it's you're never gonna get that first time hearing a song again. That's you know what very I mean? true. And so that's, that's very true. That's the magic of it. So like all this anticipation, you know, talking about all the work you're putting in, the time, you know, the difficulty to find the exact right songs it gives it a story. It gives it a backstory to the album. And I think that's powerful.
1: I agree, you know, and, and I, when I look at the first album, I see that I see a lot of struggle and, you know, I was doing a yeah. lot of road dates while I was recording that. And, um, I just think overall the second record will be more cohesive. Um, nice. And the studio is a lot larger. So there's a lot more reverb and, you know, I'm using a lot more, uh, amp combinations I wouldn't have used before. Sweet. And, um, even just guitars I wouldn't have used before, you know, cause they would have been, you know, somewhere else or, uh, cased up or something, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's, I'm finding a much sort of, um, harmonically richer, uh, as far as the quality goes. And, um, I like to think it's some of the best stuff we've done, but you know, everybody says that. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's such a scary thing, right? Like the, what do they call that? The sophomore, the sophomore slump or whatever. Sophomore where, slump. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. the worry. You never want to be caught in that, but it's like, but if you let that dominate, then it's, then you it stifles your creativity. It stifles your, your willingness to experiment with new things, you know? And, uh, and so I think it's good that you're, that you're remembering that, you know, taking that into account, but then even more importantly, you're still taking the risks and changing things up and doing things in a new way.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah. The the first half we actually cut uh, at December last year. Oh, nice. Uh, just before we went out to Joshua Tree to shoot Tarantino. And uh, let's see, I had about a week and I cut, I want to say about nine songs or so um, with all the instrumentation. And uh, and so we've been kind of living with that, and that that half is pre-corona. So you know, there's there's definitely not that it's all optimistic, but there's a certain sort of optimism to that side because it's like yeah. you know pre-j pre-jaded. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the other half was written, you know, moving around from place to place after the tornadoes and amidst corona and you know, in uh, you know turmoil of you know just well the entire world but yeah um you know it just it brings out a lot of things in in the past and uh, the present in your life and so uh yeah mental health is definitely a big topic on the second record which i know this is mental health awareness month yeah yeah, yeah man and you know it's one of those things everybody experiences and yet nobody talks about
0: isn't that i find it very strange that like you know, it's easy. It's, I guess it's because like you can see someone who has a broken arm and say, Hey, is your arm feeling all right? Right. Like it's, it's, it's visual, but you can't see someone with depression and say, Hey, how's, you know what I mean? Like you can't see someone who, who's struggling with anxiety and, and recognize it right away. You know, a lot, there's that it's, it's a very strange, um, you know, there's obviously for, for me not understanding. I've actually had this conversation a few times for me, not being someone who doesn't fully understand, like, the the nuances of of mental health and and the struggles of it it's it's very difficult to have those conversations at times because I don't know what to ask and I don't know how how to talk about it when you know most of the people who have it they just tell you they just want people to listen and it's like
1: you know what's incredible is that most people won't even ask they won't even say how are you yeah which is such a basic question to think but like how are you actually it's like but in a, And I know, you know, people say that and most people will be like, oh, you know, I'm okay. How are you? You know, but it's like, how are you actually? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's such a rare thing. And, and you know, I just I think on the second record, we just kind of tore it right open and
0: that's awesome. just spilled
1: it all out. I was definitely inspired by like Lil Peep and um
0: oh yeah yeah kinda.
1: and uh ex, extentation yeah it. whatever
0: it is yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it's who ironically beat us on soundcloud right after 7 right oh after
0: dang last year punk.
1: and uh <laughs> no no it was cool man no, that's we awesome we ended up getting in touch with travis barker because he played oh, cool. on the track and um and of course they were they had already passed away yeah um and, uh, but it turned me on to their music and it was just a really, I guess pretty, they were kind rap, of rappers, rappers inspired by rock stuff and, yeah. you know, in turn kind of re-inspiring more rock material. So I'm just really excited about it.
0: It's a really interesting, like, um, kind of vibe that happens there. Cause I, you know, I've had this conversation as well, like young blood and MGK <laughs> yeah. and, and nothing nowhere. And, uh, you know, Lil Peep, all these, all these people who grew up on pop punk emo music, you know, they're big, yeah. they're big, big fans of, of MCR and blink and, and yeah. you know, green day. And it's like, those are their inspirations. And now like, it's all coming full circle because it, realistically, um, that genre of music, it's always been about, it's been more about like less the sound more, just like the content, right? Like the, yeah, exactly. the emotionally driven music. And so it's cool that, that those bridges are being, or, or those, those gaps are being bridged you know like what you're doing i think that's pretty sick
1: well thanks i appreciate that and you know i'm excited that there's a market for it now because it's like i said on there's all those 808s and stuff on the first record but they're so buried and you know it's mixed uh very like a very you know traditional rock record and so like i said i'm excited to bring those elements out a little bit more and i i don't think the music will change that much but i i think uh you know, people will be surprised at the effect it has sometimes.
0: Yeah. It adds just, it just adds that extra element, you know, that extra vibe, you know?
1: <laughs> sure. Well, you know, a great song or well, not saying that we have great songs, but you know, a good, a good song should be able to translate to any, uh, any format, I think. You know? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, I think, I think more so now than than ever before, kind of what I was mentioning is, is the, the, bridge between genres is being or the the gap between genres is being lessened and lessened so you know you can cross over into another genre and it's not so weird anymore
1: I think so man i mean uh it, it was funny we uh we put up a poll that said who thinks machine gun kelly's album sounds like blink 182 b-sides yeah. you know joking, joking around <laughs> and you know with, uh, on instagram with a bunch of stickers and stuff you know and one hundred percent of the people voted yes.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's funny because like that that album, you could tell it was it, he was going for the raw punk rock sound. He you know? was,
1: man. He was, and it sounds it sounds really cool, man. Yeah. And I think uh, it's really cool what he's doing, kind of bridging that gap.
0: Yeah, and I I mean that I, the risk involved with that to me is is pretty massive. I don't think people think about like this guy. This guy has a lot of money on the line, you know, these record labels, he's, he's pretty indebted to the record labels when these things are being recorded, you know, if it doesn't sell, he's, he's on the line, he's on the hook for it all. And, uh, and so, yeah, man, I, I think that it's, uh, it's cool that he took that risk. And also I think it's rad that he's bringing, visibility and and ears back to pop punk you know what I mean
1: (laughs) I think so too I think so too you know there's a lot of kids out there that were huge fans of his hip hop work that you know maybe only knew like one Blink-182 song or something and you know now they're diving really deep into that uh, catalog yeah uh so I think it's cool man. And from what I hear, he's a really cool guy. Our drummer Jeff, you know, did some tours with him. Oh, nice. uh, it's like an opening opening act. And uh, you know, I hear he's just awesome to party with and hang with.
0: Yeah, I mean he's like I don't know much, like I haven't heard many stories. I just know that he's, you know, he's pretty versatile. He's obviously an actor, he's obviously musician, producer. And it so, was funny,
1: man. We saw him as Tommy Lee in the dirt. We didn't, I didn't even recognize that it was him until, like, somebody told me just the other day that it was him and that I was like, no, I didn't even, to this <laughs> day, I didn't even recognize it was still him.
0: Yeah. I I saw, what movie was it? The Ver? I don't remember what it was called. It had, uh, it had him in it and it had Emma Watson in it. Uh, I think it was Watson. Um, but it was like this, this movie about like, live streaming of like a live streaming experience where like people would vote on what you had to do next through the evening and you just got oh. paid more and more money or whatever and oh uh, wow it was it was an interesting movie but it, uh, like yeah. i hadn't i didn't even know who he was at the time i just saw him in the movie and then come to find out he was a he was a hip-hop artist who's just massive and i was like oh look at that
1: <laughs> yeah 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 exactly you know we have friends into that scene so they're kind of always informing us of you know sort of the what we need to know or whatever which, which i love because again you know i incorpor- try to incorporate that primarily yeah. into the uh into the drums and bass you know just because there's not a lot of guitar in hip-hop but that's what i love about lil peep in particular yeah, yeah. um and even poor stacy is a really cool uh, not so much rapper i guess more on the singer side but um Incorporating the guitar with those eight oh eights and stuff, I mean, yeah, it's just a really cool sound.
0: Yeah, man, I I there's quite a few really good ones I've heard that just when it when it hits, man, it's just good. It's real good. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So what? Uh, sure. So obviously, you know, COVID. We we mentioned briefly the chaos that you've been living through. Most of us have lived through chaos of, of COVID, you know. But that's it's been <laughs> it's been a uh, relatively controlled, you know, in, in the right. sense of we, we had, we, we hunkered down in our own houses. We, yes. we had our own toilet paper, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so how have you been coping, man? Like how, how have you been making it work?
1: Well, um, getting new ink, you know, ink therapy, as I call it,
2: <laughs>
1: Where at? um, you know, uh, all over the place, man. Okay. I got some ink up in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Nice. By a guy named uh, Chris King. It's spelled uh, K-R-Y-S, Chris King. and uh, oh, okay. He did the watch, the watch piece. There's an a sh- exploding watch in my forearm. Nice. And um, let's see where else... Well, I guess I got some ink in Joshua Tree when we were out there shooting the Tarantino video. I hear
0: Joshua Tree's pretty um, dope, man.
1: It's We want to move out there, man. It's amazing. Yeah. It's I, beautiful.
0: Like I, it's kind of funny. I've been... I've been recommended a bunch of videos about like tiny homes and and things out in Joshua Tree on YouTube and I've been mm-hmm. like watching I was like, man, that area seems pretty dope.
1: <laughs> Have you been out there before?
0: I haven't no oh, wow. it's uh
1: it's 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 a small town you know, but it's got everything you need and it doesn't feel like a small town because it's Joshua Tree is kind of on the map, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's obviously, and, it's uh, a national, there's a national park there, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's just beautiful. Just even just walking down the street, it's, it's a gorgeous place to be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have awesome tattoo artists, you know, gas is cheaper than most places in California. Which isn't
0: saying uh, a whole lot for the rest of the country.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's great, man.
0: So, so aside from, uh, you know, ink therapy. You how did you uh, how did you determine where you were gonna stay? How are you how are you able to work all that out?
1: Well, um, we kind of went from place to place. Like I said, it it was it was a challenge, and you know we're grateful for a lot of good people that took us in, and um, it's you know like I said, we're we're very excited to be put, you know, staying yeah, put now. Uh, of course, outside the city limits, we were in East Nashville for uh, I don't know seven years or so. Oh, Okay. And uh, so now we're out in the country, and, which is where you want to be in COVID. You don't want to be in the city anymore. For
0: sure, bro. For sure.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I got a studio about twice the size of what our old studio was.
0: Same price, um, I'm sure. I'm
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the drums are tuned up. The guitars are tuned up. Um, we got new tubes in the amps. Nice. You know, knocked a hole in the drywall to run the cables through. And yeah, man, it's... <laughs> It's the tapes are rolling, man. It's, That's uh, so uh, it's, cool. I,
0: I can't wait to share it. I bet, man. So, so yeah. how much work have you been able to do in the new studio thus far?
1: Well, aside from getting down there every day for, you know, eight, to <laughs> 12 hours or so, <laughs> I'm loving it again because, you know, a lot of gear was in storage. So, yeah. um, you know, I was pretty much stripped down to a drum machine, a guitar, a looper. Uh, I had a, just a practice amp. Dang. um and then i did bring some of the drums with me and i set them up in a closet when if it was possible yeah uh, you know because again we were going from kind of from place to place but yeah. uh uh we do have some footage of me you know practicing in, in, in a little closet you know i That's think amazing. i had a five five piece kid or something like yeah. that
0: but, uh, oh my goodness
1: <laughs> yeah man so it's nice to be stretching out now and uh, like i said it sounds a lot bigger
0: yeah that's awesome, man. That's yeah. so cool. I'm, I'm so stoked for you. Cause like, Thank you know, you like, so much, you know, it's, it's the adapter die, the resilient survive, you know what I mean? It's like, it's cool. That- oh, I
1: hear you. Well, we got so many good songs out of the, uh, the turmoil of just, just what, you know, what the nation was going through and, yeah. and then, you know, COVID on top of that. And, uh, of course, you know, like you said, moving around and, um, you know songs we definitely wouldn't have gotten otherwise so you know it's it's exciting to have almost kind of two sides to the record
0: yeah that's actually really exciting so so is it you know part one is it is that the first half of the cd or are they going to be intermingled you know
1: ah, uh, god i wish i could say you know okay. but um it's right now we have enough material for that type of double
0: disc that'd be kind of dope man be able to I thank you you know there's um, a story I'm just, there like, Try
1: not to commit to it just yet sure of um, course of course o- only because only because you know like i said we we want to ask anything that doesn't absolutely need to be there there was a lot of songs that we asked from the first record that um you know people still be like oh man why wasn't you know this should have been and you know and yeah. uh, it's like hey you know, that, that stuff can make it to a B-Sides record in, you know, twenty years or something. But <laughs> yeah. um you know, we, we like to keep it, you know, light and yeah. uh and no no skipping, you know, it's kind of the uh the ethos.
0: <laughs> hey, that I mean that's that's actually a you know, pretty uh a pretty large accomplishment to get the no skip. You know what I mean?
1: It is. If you can, if you can get that, you you've definitely done something. Yeah. You've right. kind
0: of arrived, you know, you
1: know <laughs> I, I think so. Well, I don't, I, it hasn't for me. Cause I, I skip about, you know, I, I skip a lot of our songs, but, but people have been writing us and telling us, man, I don't skip any of the tracks. So I, I guess it's working for somebody.
0: I mean, it's, I think it's the same idea, you know, it's, it's your song. So it's a little bit more like, I've heard this before I've done it. You know, I've been there,
1: not, not that I, again, I'll, I'll not put out anything that I don't approve of or stand by, you know, the test of time. But, uh, yeah, some things you're just like, oh, man, I remember making this and, uh, you know, so-and-so, you know, broke their foot. And, yeah. you know, we had to, uh, you know, you know. it's just, it's less about the song and more about what was going on at the time the song was happening.
0: But, I mean, how cool is that, though? Like you know, I sort of like a memory
1: or a, uh, what do they call them? A photo
2: book. photo Yeah. Album? Like a journal. Yeah, dude.
0: Like, yeah. yeah like a photo album of, of yeah. your, like, cause you know, not a lot of people have that, you know, not a lot that's of people true. have like a, um, something that they can, they can easily look at and be like, I know exactly what I was doing that day. And so you do, that's pretty right. dope, you know? <laughs> well,
1: thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit more, you know, in terms of, of the plans um you obviously are are you have some huge plans next year seems like it's going to be pretty stellar or is you know I, i'm i'm not fully in the in the know in terms of uh you know the future of touring and stuff is is that yeah, looking like is, it's going right? to be yeah is that looking like it's going to be potentially in the cards next year or?
1: uh i don't know man you know i uh it's funny cuz we started just before all this uh covid stuff hit we took an, a slight emphasis off of touring because we found audiences were, you know, becoming slightly less attentive as, as the yeah. younger the crowds got, yeah. and it this has created a huge demand for it. Um, so I think if and when it comes back, you know, I think audiences will be more attentive and, you know, probably uh, unfortunately willing and having to pay higher prices with live yeah. nations, pay memo and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, that being said, you know, we we were t- kind of trying to think more, uh, futuristic and, and internet based from the get go. Of course, we, uh, were the first band to have a augmented reality phone app, yeah. um, which is available for free in your phone app, by the way, for both Android and iPhone users, uh, just the first. And, um, you know, so that, that took up a lot of time and yeah, uh, you can scan our, uh, COVID face mask. They have the logo and you can oh, scan the nice. face mask. Good. Um. So, you know, we're kind of doing stuff like that and trying to kind of, you know, stretch some of those boundaries and test some of the barriers of, you know, what uh, the technologically savvy people are willing to put up with us. For. Yeah,
0: <laughs> dude, that's it's such a balance, man. It's like it's I think it's fantastic that you're you're putting out the effort because in my Thank mind, you. you know, even if it doesn't hit right away, the effort is always going to pay off in the long run, right? Like,
1: well, thank you. You know what I mean? I just
0: think that, I just think that the one thing that people have to realize is like, hard work always pays off, may not be in the way that you're planning on, but it always pays off somehow. You know what I mean?
1: You know, and sometimes it takes a really long time. Yeah. Um, And then other times it'll literally happen, you know, so fast that you're like, really, that's what? You know, this is like again. I I didn't think we would be taking this to USFM radio. Yeah, at all. I didn't even think that was a possibility. Much less, you know, we charted top thirty at um, a, I think about a half dozen stations, maybe a little bit less. And That's again, number one in Laguna Beach. I mean, I'm like, I love that place. Yeah, dude. You know, we love them. You know, we love their beaches and their radio station, and so. I mean, yeah, it's just my mind is just totally blown. So, um, I forget what your question was, but as far as what we think happens next, I'm like, man, the sky's the limit,
0: dude. That's exciting. I, I like that attitude, you know, cause obviously with all of the, the chaos happening that, that attitude's going to carry you.
1: <laughs> oh man. You know, it's, uh, Dave girl said it could always be worse and it really can always yeah. be worse, you know?
0: I mean, that's a good perspective so, to have, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and, and there was a lot of things going wrong with the studio and, and the house and, uh, you know, but again, we just kept saying, you know, it could be worse. And, uh, you know, like we're just, we're just blessed to be in here now working on the
0: record. Heck yeah, man. So, so tell me a little bit more about the, uh, you know, getting the music on the FM, cause I, I don't know the process. I would assume that it's, you know, pretty, pretty grueling. You know, I know, I know a little bit about the process of getting music on like playlists, which is pretty brutal already, but I'd imagine the radio getting it onto to an actual radio station is is pretty brutal.
1: Yeah. Well, for starters, uh, you can't do it yourself, which is <laughs> one of the few things we had to outsource. Yeah. Um, but uh, we worked with a few a few guys and gals that were great. Uh, I guess we started with the Planetary Group with Adam Lewis uh, out in L.A. and he was awesome. Um and he, you know, he's the first one that broke us at, at FM radio and you know got us on a ton of stations. Um and I and you know it, it's hard to remember because they throw so many numbers at you. I wanna say Alaska was one of the first places we started charting up in Anchorage. Nice. And uh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, things went pretty well after a few weeks and then they had us do the uh the station call IDs for I wanna say about a dozen stations that were, you know, playing us in at least medium rotation.
0: That's awesome, um,
1: man. And, and we had a great run with them, and then Shine On took over, and of course, they worked with Alabama Shakes and a lot of great bands. Yeah, and they did an incredible job getting us to number one in Laguna Beach. Um, and it's hard to remember all the other yeah numbers and places, but uh, but we charted in Anchorage, Alaska, and uh, just outside of Chicago. Um, yeah, so you know a lot of stations were very, very grateful for their support or this early on.
0: Yeah, man, that's so dope. That's so exciting. Cause it's like,
1: thank you so it's, much. It's, you
0: man. know, especially, you know, after you and I talked, it's like the amount of work, the amount of effort, the, not just like the, uh, you know, the energy that you put in, but like the energy that you, that you put in getting people to be involved in the progress or in the whole, the whole project. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the heart and soul that's there. That's, To me, more than than anything else, you know, you put it like there's just there's a feeling there, you know what I mean? And there's feeling with the music because of the because of the passion that you've got for it. And I think that's super, super sick that it was able to to be rewarded as it deserved. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, man. Thank you so much, man. That means a ton. And again, you know, you were one of our first supporters. So, uh, you know, we can't thank you enough.
0: Hey, proud to be there, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was... it's exciting again. And what what's happened in just uh, about what what'd you say about a year and a few months?
0: Yeah. And last July was when your episode dropped. So, I mean, it's not been too long and you've had a crap ton of stuff going down, man.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, luckily we had recorded most of the first record in advance. So, you know, we were dropping it while moving around. Yeah. So mostly I got to play businessman and didn't have to do too too much recording. Um, but in the midst of all that, we got linked up with Steve Hardy, which was incredible. Yeah. You know, we loved his work with Jay Z and Alicia Keys and um and then on the other side of the spectrum, you know, some of the guys from Megadeth and so he was literally just a perfect fit for yeah. us, kind of having experience with hip hop and having experience with rock and uh, obviously pop. And, um, you know, we're really excited to have him on board.
0: Yeah. So explain a little bit more about his uh, his role, what what he's going to be doing for you.
1: Well, he's just mixing the record. OK. Um, And of course, we love his input you know, and, um, but uh, I'll still be producing the second record.
0: Sweet. That's what I thought because um, I remember that yeah. was a obviously a big thing, you know, you've got your own studio, you've got your own, um, your own vibe that you, you're looking for and so that was a big part of, of obviously record number one was was having that freedom and control over the project was pretty big
1: it was and you know I produced other artists for about five years or so in Nashville and which was an incredible experience because I learned a ton yeah um, and I got to work with so many people uh, I mean it was like almost like a free education really. yeah um, and then it was just like okay it's it's time you know to yeah produce our own record and of course having worked with a lot of great producers like james wisner and infamous and just a lot of great guys like that um you know i kind of you know i wasn't gonna take it easy on myself just because i was producing the record uh, sure yeah if anything i would say i was probably even more brutal than some of them would have uh been you know like get back in there do it again you know
0: i think that's Um, important though
1: I think it is, you know, and then, but at the same time I say that, and then it's like Tarantino, you know, the vocal takes were like, I think the first, you know, two or three takes ended up becoming the final ones, yeah. even though we, you know, re-recorded the drums twice, <laughs> and, uh, you know, went through a variety of guitar cabinets and, uh, but you know, sometimes the original takes end up making it too.
0: Well, I mean, you also don't know how good the original take is until you've done it a couple of times and you go back sure. and listen to all of them, right? Sure. Sure. Well, there's,
1: there's a rawness and a certain uh, innocence there.
0: Yeah. I, it's kind of, it kind of goes along with, with what I was talking about with like the anticipation of the album, right? It's like, you don't get the first time again, right? Like right. when you go in that studio and you've got that energy, you got that excitement that is going to, I mean, just, just naturally it's going to diminish over time, right? It's going to kind of dwindle after you're like, okay, this is my sixth time. I'm I'm not feeling it anymore. You know, sure, for sure. some people there'll be a lot more, takes than that but you know naturally though I feel like it's gonna dwindle over time to just to a point where it's like ah, you don't have the energy you don't have the emotion there that you had back at the beginning
1: yeah I mean that's always a challenge for for an artist um when you've been doing it for a while I I think you uh, ideally kind of learn how to harness that a little bit yeah um and, you know, coffee always helps.
0: <laughs> a little bit of caffeine, man. Get it going.
1: <laughs> we make Cuban Cuban espresso, Cafe Bustelo. Oh,
0: man. Oh, man. Sounds like a lot it of caffeine is, there.
1: It is. Well, I'll tell you what, man. If I'm doing a take, I, I was going through this today. If I'm doing a take and it's starting to drag a little bit, and there's no inspiration. I don't want that because you can hear that. So I'd sure. rather stop, go have a cup of coffee and come back and, you know, really give the take everything because otherwise it's just, I
0: mean you know, it
1: might be in time and in tune, but that still doesn't mean it's inspired, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh dude, that's a great line. That was a great oh, man. line. Thank you. In time, in tune, but it may not be inspired. Cause I mean, that's, that's such a good way of putting it. Cause that's something that I could never put my finger on. It was always like, you can tell, you know, with a lot of pop artists, like they're obviously very talented. They know what they're doing. They're very technical. They're, they, they can sing the songs wonderfully, but there's sometimes you can just feel like it's like, you didn't write this song. You're not invested in this song. You don't care about oh, this yeah. song. And there's just some, there's just something missing. And that's, that's the way that, you know, that's the best way to explain it now. That's awesome.
1: And I spent years, <laughs> I spent years writing those songs for those.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? No, 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 And I'm sorry. There, there's some songs I'm very proud of that, you know, I wrote for others, but, um, but it's just, yeah, it's refreshing. And that's another thing, too, you know, being off the road from COVID. And, um, you know, as of right now, I'm not writing for anybody else, although occasionally, you know, co-writes still pop up. And, yeah. Um, we were excited. Grayson Rogers became a Spotify editorial artist, and we had written him some songs, uh, like, years ago. And nice. then he cut them, and uh, I, I was like, oh, wow, man, he finally cut that song. Sweet. And <laughs> of course, it sounded like- sounded great you know and uh, i had forgotten all about it so it was a happy surprise for sure
0: i bet man. a writer yeah like that's that's something i i feel like you know especially there in nashville like writers can be can be forgotten at times mm-hmm. and they really shouldn't be because they're so so great you know
1: oh man they're responsible for most of the most of the famous artists today yeah, yeah.
0: And that, that's like, so. that's one of the biggest things that I love. What's his name? Uh, one Republic, the, the singer. Yeah,
1: Ryan Tedder. Ryan he, he Tedder, was man. a Nashville guy for a little while. I know he moved around a lot, but.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, that's one thing that I really admire about him. First off, one of the mm-hmm. best live performances I've ever seen vocally. Oh, Just man. phenomenal. Almost flawless. Wow. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, having the cello there, well, that's one of my favorite instruments. It was just a really cool experience. Oh. But then, you know, like the fact that he writes his own music and then he writes yep. music for so many amazing artists. You know, I, I remember when I, when I read that he wrote that, uh, Alicia, not Alicia Keys, um, that, that, uh, keep bleeding. What's her name? Um, oh,
1: uh, shoot. That was such a massive song. I
0: yeah. But like. I read that he wrote that album for her and I was like, uh-huh. holy crap. And then I start yeah. finding out all the songs that he's written. I'm like, dude, this guy is freaking unreal.
1: <laughs> he was a huge, he was a huge inspiration to me when I moved to Nashville and, uh, you know, wanted to be a writer, you know, for others. Um, because you know, I, I love the songs that he penned. And, yeah. uh, but it's funny how a lot of times the, those guys and girls would, you know, try and pitch another artist, one of their songs i know sia is really famous for this and the artists you know would turn down the songs and then they would cut it themselves and it would be a massive hit
0: yeah yeah dude you know so that
1: can happen too but
0: yeah i mean i think
1: anything's possible yeah
0: i think that uh, that's this one thing that i will never discount about the world of of music is what can happen cuz it's just so yeah. unpredictable in my mind <laughs>
1: yeah I know, man, I'm telling you, if somebody told me like, oh, yeah, man, the uh, drums you recorded uh, at your apartment are going to be, you know, on the radio, you know, all over the I'd be like, what? In yeah. That little apartment?
0: Yeah, man. You know?
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, so it's, yeah, man, life definitely has twists and turns, you know?
0: Yeah, dude. So, uh, So for yourself, I know, obviously, you produce. Um, you obviously get a lot of, a lot of people working with you on songs. Did you do that same? Th- are you doing that same thing again, continuing that, that tradition of, of getting a lot of guests to, to contribute to the music on this second album?
1: I am. Well, the first album I played all the instruments on seven out of 10 tracks. Okay. Um, And then we kind of loaded the bases on the other three tracks and oh, okay. sort of did what, what the press called the all-star lineup or whatever, yeah. you know? And, um, so that was kind of how it works. So like even on Tarantino, that was me playing everything. Um, but on, Duh, for example, or rules, you know, obviously that was all guys. So,
2: um,
1: yeah, Nathan will definitely be back. Uh, well, everybody will be back. And then this time I actually wrote some songs with some other artists. Um, and you know, I don't know there may or may not be some other vocalists yet. We're still, there's always some red tape to clear. Yeah uh, you know, with other people and their people, but, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about the collaborations on this record for sure. They'll, they'll be a little bit more yeah, present.
0: Yeah. Your question. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm excited, yeah. man. So is it, Thank you. you're still, you're still self, uh, obviously self-producing, you're, um, mm-hmm. but are you, uh, are you self managing as well in terms of like distribution and all that?
1: yeah well we uh we were with missing our records which is a label here in nashville nice and um yeah yeah a little indie and we've been with them with the, you know from the start and okay. you know they they were very honest and you know uh gracious and made no promises and you know again we're we're all really happy with uh what they accomplished uh together with us and so yeah we'll be with them on the second record um that's we have to do two records (laughs) so after that you know we'll see where we're at um but yeah man we're like i said i you know can't wait to see where it goes album one shattered expectations so uh and we had twice as many songs to pick from for the second record so
0: yeah so so tell me what was the uh what was the way you celebrated you know when those you know each of those each of those milestones that were reached you know started charting in in Anchorage getting number 1 in Laguna Beach uh-huh, you know the uh-huh. getting the the features at the, these you know bigger production companies what were some of the uh, the celebrations that you did for these milestones
1: very little honestly no way know, man uh, come on cook, you got to cook, celebrate <laughs> cooked you know cooked chicken wings you know um you know i mean uh, certainly no parties because of covid obviously yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um you know getting lots of ink of course
0: yeah man <laughs> you
1: know like i said i mean that that's probably been the biggest reward is, is the uh you know sort of earning your merits as it were.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They all have stories to to tell about each of those moments.
1: They do. And it seems like around each one of the successes, you know, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's time for some newy, you know? So maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it wasn't, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know? So yeah, honestly, I mean, I just, I love what I do. Um, I love keeping it honest, you know, and like writing is always when you know, you feel like you need somebody to talk to, or there's an emotion that you don't even know what it's called. You just feel it. And, uh, and so, you know, music seems like the most simple way to communicate that. And it's just kind of, you know, you just do it for those times. And then, you know, when you're blessed with people supporting it and, um, you know, of course the numbers are always amazing. Uh, you know, you just try to, you know, (laughs) remain grateful. Just yeah, stay man. Grateful, man. That's all we're trying to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. I I mean, Just... that's the attitude that I loved. You know, when I first met you, that I was like, dude, this guy, this guy's got his head on straight. He knows he knows where Thank his priorities are. I think are. we
1: got I think we got in deep on that when we talked about my ear getting cut off and the, the uh, ship sinking. I think we've covered a few bases.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know that we talked about the ear. I know we talked about, you know, the ship sinking. But what's the ear oh, story?
1: Wow. Oh, wow, man. OK, so um Let's see, I was coming back from New York City to Tampa. Uh, This must have been about nine years ago, eight or nine years ago. And, uh, you know, got off the plane, went to my apartment, went for a swim in the pool, a uh, little bit of water got stuck in my ear, you know, no big deal. You know, I get kind of heavy earwax, or so whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I try to get the water out. It, it's kind of lodged in there. So, uh, and my brother had swimmers' ears as a kid. So, uh, you know, at this point, I'm not really worried about it. So I go to a walking clinic right down the street. In, yeah. Uh, this is actually in clear water outside of Tampa. And they do what's called a lavage on my ear, which is where they blast it with more water at a high speed. And what happened was when they did that lavage, my eardrum exploded. Oh, no. Yeah. And I passed out. And then unfortunately, I woke up all too quickly and still in the office, just laying there on the table where I passed out probably 30 seconds ago. In excruciating pain, of course, with an assistant and a doctor looking at each other like, oh, crap, we really did it now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, of course, they uh, bandaged me up and sent me on my way. And sometimes when you an eardrum is ruptured, um, they will heal on their own. In this situation, I had zero percent of an eardrum left.
0: Oh, my goodness. So.
1: It didn't heal on its own oh, and I man. continued to get chronic infections, which oh. continued to move up the ear canal until they finally said, if you don't, you know, if you, basically if we, if we don't do a surgery, you know, the infection is going to move your brain and it's going to kill you. So you have no choice. You got to do it. They said, of course, oh, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a big deal. We just have to uh, put your ear off. We you a new eardrum and then sew your ear back on.
0: Oh, that's all. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. So
1: I'm like, okay, sweet.
0: Yeah. I'm so, only a musician who relies on this, you know, no big deal. And,
1: exactly. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I always took great care of my, my hearing, you know, I had the custom molds and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, uh, so we do the operation. So, uh, Oh, you know, congratulations. Everything went great. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, do the, healing and you know and it was it was it was painful having a a surgery on your head you know a lot of blood flowed to the head yeah uh i go back you know uh they they take the bandages off okay it seems to be okay all right so i come back a few months later and they go whoops uh it didn't take oh no so you're back to about 30 percent of an eardrum Oh, gosh. So they're like, oh, great. Here we go again. And actually, that was my first day ever going skydiving. So I go. So I'm like, I'm just like, so are you telling me I can't go skydiving or what? They're like, <laughs> no, you, you can go. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, so, you know, go skydiving, carry on living my life, carry on gigging for a while, go through the whole thing again uh, with the surgeon in Tampa, who was very highly uh recommended it to us and he did an incredible job throwing just a little bit of cartilage in there to get it to stick okay and uh he did a great job and you know it's intact of course i lost everything above let's say around 9k on that year
2: dang which is a
1: pretty a pretty sharp decline on that year so um when we mixed ammo, you know, I needed, I needed a lot of guys and girls there to, you know, double check those mixes. Dang, you
0: know? man. Oh, um, gosh.
1: You know, because of course I said I would never mix. Oh, I can never mix, you know, because my right ear. And yeah. then, uh, And then, you know, James was really busy with his projects and we said, let's give it a go, man. I think we can do it. And, you know, we just had a great team there, you know, supporting us along the way. And, dang, you know telling us when when things sounded a little uh a little lopsided on the right
0: <laughs> yeah man holy cow what an experience dude you've been through it man you've uh and come out on the other side just a, a champ dude that's fantastic
1: thank you brother well like i said it could always be worse so yeah
0: it, it could always be worse <laughs> so so did you like did you have like balance issues or anything because i know obviously like the ear is pretty uh pretty important for like your equilibrium and making sure you're balanced and stuff did you have issues with that
1: you know, what's interesting is I did not, um, my cousin does. So I don't, I don't, hopefully that's not a genetic thing. He's a little yeah. bit older than I am, but, uh, but he's had a few concussions. Whereas I have not. Yeah. Um,
0: concussions so will do now, that now for my, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, actually I learned to, uh, do some pop shove it after, my ear was sewn back on okay. so I don't, maybe it maybe it helped my balance a little bit I there don't you know.
0: go <laughs> oh my goodness man that's that's crazy yeah that that story definitely wasn't pulled in the first one bro. <laughs>
1: yeah I don't I wasn't uh planning on giving you the medical history but no uh, here no we are that's
0: man. no I love I love the stories man it's it just gets you know the 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 most fun part for me with the podcast is people getting to know you you know what I mean like getting to know the I artist say, you're right like,
1: uh, you're very trustworthy Chad I'm sure people tell you a lot of things
0: <laughs> I I mean I I, I want to make sure that they know you know if they tell me something they don't want in there I'll, I'll cut it out you know <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it's, uh, it's cool. And one last thing, man, before, uh, before we close up, I, you know, you said obviously a big, a big focus with the new album is, is mental health and, and, uh, making Mm -hmm. sure that, you know, we focus on that with it being mental health month, you know, um, what are some of the, what are some of the messages that, uh, that you've, that you've learned as you've been writing this second part of the album?
1: Well, Again, I mean, as as I can't stress enough, you know, the more grateful you can be, the better. Um, I think that always keeps you, keeps a more positive outlook. That being said, I know for a lot of people out there, that's not always the most easy thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I do think moving around helps. Um, even when you don't feel like it, you know, I think stretching your legs a little bit helps. I think uh, sunlight is, is very underrated. I think the more sunlight you can get, the better, although obviously not too much sunlight. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: You know, and obviously if there's people walking around without masks on, you know, that's not cool either. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, if you can get outside with a mask or if there's nobody around without a mask, um, then that's that's great. You know, we hiked up a mountain the other day and, uh, you know, we had the mask dangling by our ears. if We occasionally saw somebody, which ironically we did. Uh, Yeah. Which you wouldn't think you would, but you do sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, every once in a while, you know, some people like getting out in nature.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think talking about it more, you know, talk, talking to your friends and, you know, just being honest with them. And, uh, of course, music is always, I think the greatest therapy there is.
0: Oh, I think so too. I think music is, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot that can be felt and learned and a lot of help that can be offered through music. I, I think it's powerful. Yeah.
1: I think obviously I'm biased. I think it's one of the greatest things on our planet. I mean, it's healing, uh, it, you know, can speak to you in so many different ways. And, yeah, you know, there's a song for everything. And, uh, you know, we kind of write songs like with a purpose, you know, you have a song for something, you know, like seven is your song when you're driving to seven eleven for yep. your free Slurpee on July eleventh, you know. <laughs> Dude, that's one
0: of the best, man. One of the that's you what know? I love that's what I love about the songs you write is it's just like people can relate, you know what I mean? It's just like this is life. This is what life is oh, about. Thank
1: you, man. I like to think I try to write them almost as like mini theme songs for your life. You know, it's like, yeah. this, you know, this is like the, this is the take out the trash song, you know, to get you amped up,
0: <laughs> get to the, get the motivation you need to get up, get your butt off the couch and, and get you out know. and
1: go. <laughs> exactly. That's it, man.
0: Heck yeah, man. Well, dude, I, uh, I recent, so when I first interviewed you, I didn't, uh, I didn't have this little tradition yet, but I like to end now with just three, like a few random questions, typically about three questions. Just random Love questions it. about you. So, ready? You still got a few minutes? I'm ready. Dope. All right. First one. This one, I I always preface it because I have a sugar addiction and it's a problem. Uh-huh. So yeah. this one's near and dear to my to my heart. What is your favorite candy?
2: Oh
1: God. Um, does a mocha latte count?
0: I mean, it, that's it, if the it's amount candy. Of sugar
1: in that, <laughs> yeah the amount of sugar and evolved in that foam <laughs> it's uh yeah cause for concern uh you know if i had to go her a uh, candy bar i would say hershey bar
0: oh nice just a plain old hershey bar huh
1: just classic hershey bar nice man. dude
0: yeah, yeah i'm i'm definitely i would definitely choose hershey over like nestle you know what i mean
1: i i do although i do love some twix
0: Oh, dude, is Twix Nestle? I love Twix.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like they own them, but I, they might not. Who
0: yeah. Knows? I don't know. There's, you know, there's basically in my mind, there's three chocolate companies and I don't know uh-huh. if they overlap at all. There's Hershey's Nestle uh-huh. and Mars. Ah, and that's ah, like okay. the only, so maybe they're on Mars. Yeah. I, I mean, Mars is obviously Snickers and, and Milky Way, which are some of the greatest, you know, so <laughs> yeah, those are class, classic. Exactly. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. So, so either the mocha latte or just a plain old Hershey's bar. That's good. That's That's right, man. All right, man. Favorite movie.
1: Oh, wow. Favorite movie. Ouch. (laughs) It's a tough one. Uh, Wow.
0: And if you can't think of a single one, I'll I'll let you do, you know, your top few, three, five, whatever.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I was gonna give you, I was gonna try and give you a top one, but I, I could give you a top three. Um, That's usually I don't a little know, easier. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if they're in any order, so I'll just start throwing them out. Pineapple Express, okay. Of course, James Franco and Seth Rogen, and of course everybody else in there.
0: And <sighs> drugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah of course of course we had our uh top 10 countdown of course as we paired up with v13 audio back in january which was hilarious if you didn't see that um let's see getting back to the the top three okay pineapple express um oh god <laughs> <sighs> this is a killer question man dude it's uh, tough we'll throw man. A pol- We'll throw *Pulp Fiction* in there.
0: Okay, nice.
1: You know, classic Tarantino. Yeah, man. And that's my favorite Tarantino film.
0: That's the Samuel L. Jackson early, like that's the '90s one, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with uh, John Travolta.
0: John Travolta. Who,
1: I, you know, ironically, uh, and I haven't thought about this a long time. I played a gig in his apartment, or not apartment complex, his uh, neighborhood years and years and
2: years ago.
0: No way. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's I didn't funny. see His, uh, he has a private airstrip though. I didn't see that though time. so yeah
0: he was funny, out there man. somewhere Wow! and
1: uh actually you know what probably number one to round it out for the top three number one would have to be big lebowski okay that's
0: yeah, that's, that's, that's that 80s brothers, one right
1: man. uh that that's the 90s is it one, 90s man. okay yeah yeah you've even got a little flea cameo in there
0: nice i didn't yeah. know that Classic. yeah the, yeah that is that the bowling one
1: yeah man. okay so bridges yeah and uh uh, Don, uh, who is Donny? Uh, the SNL guy that just passed away, Steve Buscebbe. Oh, Okay, and uh, uh, Jeff Goodman.
0: Oh yeah, John Goodman. John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah, Sorry. John Goodman's yeah, one yeah. I knew. He's the big Lebowski. He is yeah, the main uh, yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's so as a kid, you know, I, I grew up not allowed to watch those types of movies at all. And okay. so the only movie that I really remembered him from, like, I didn't even, I wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne either, you know? So like I knew him from, uh, Flintstones, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he yeah, was Fred
0: Flintstone, man. That was, that was one of my favorites growing up.
1: <laughs> oh man. Classic.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh man. Nothing. All right. Last one here. This one, right, this one I'm may ready. be a little bit more difficult for you because music is so, so deeply ingrained in you. Uh, what is your favorite non-musical hobby?
1: Oh man, I feel like you asked me this one last time. Oh, yeah, did I? I didn't, know, I didn't know the answer then either. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, I guess I guess I would say getting tattooed because that's, hey, that's, uh,
0: it, that it, totally it, counts.
1: You know, <laughs> you know, a uh, Joey Zeralbin who's in a lot of our videos, and, and he uh, he was my assistant mixing engineer on Ammo and a couple of those things. He said uh, recently, he's like, tattoos are just an expensive hobby, so have fun with that.
2: <laughs>
0: and hey, I'm that's... like, you know. Sounds pretty accurate, yeah, man. (laughs) I'm
1: okay with that, man.
0: So, so real quick, since that's your favorite, you know, what was your first tattoo?
1: My first tattoo. I was 16 years old. My parents took me to get it. Nice. Um, it's on my leg. It's a it's a clover that says "Erin Go bra, which is Gaelic for Ireland forever. Because of course, my family's Irish. Irish on both sides. Yeah, very deeply. And, um, and they took me after a jazz gig. I played a little jazz gig. I, I, um, uh, I wonder if I couldn't drive yet. It must've <laughs> been the day I turned 16. On you know, your so birthday. I had the lear- Yeah. I had the learner's permit and, uh, yeah, they took me there after the gig and that was my first tattoo in Gainesville, Florida.
0: Nice man. All right. And then your yeah. most recent tattoo.
1: Most recent was the watch, okay, um, exploding on my forearm, which you'll be seeing in some music videos coming to you soon.
0: <laughs> nice, man. Well, <laughs> yeah, dude, man. that's so awesome. I'm super pumped for you. Like I said, I, I'm, you know, having listened through what you've already released and talked to you, talking to you about what's coming. I'm really, really excited because. I I've always loved the energy and the excitement that you bring. And there's just an authenticity and organic feel there that just like, I think needs to be more prevalent in music. And so I think you're bringing, you're bringing the heat, man. So I'm really excited oh, man, for you. Thank
1: you so much, Chad. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and man. I forgot to tell you, we released a self parody of Tarantino called Quarantino. Oh um, yes. And it's out now. It, it, uh, jokingly made it to number 16 on SoundCloud. On
0: I've gotta so, check uh, that out. I haven't seen that.
1: <laughs> it's pretty funny. And you know, it's funny, man, all the all the fans were like, Why aren't you putting this on Spotify? you know, but um but you, it's out there it's out You there. might
0: have, have to, you out. know, you might have to. But we might.
1: <laughs> it's on the table, man, the way things are headed.
0: Oh man, that's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, with with the world we're in, you know, you could you could record a little uh quarantine video of yourself and you know, maybe, maybe it pops off, maybe even just do little snippets of it in like TikTok and people start finding it. It's on it, the you know? table,
1: man. <laughs> it, for sure. We, uh, we wanted to be, you know, kind of the first artists to do like their own weird owl version, yeah. Uh, you know, pub- publicly and publicly release it. Yeah. Um, you know, cause everybody's too cool to make fun of themselves. So, yeah, uh, I, true. I, th- I think it'd be entertained for sure.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Well, man, I'm really excited for you and definitely keep me posted. You, you know, so I, you know, obviously I follow the follow all your Facebook posts and Instagram posts and stuff. So I'll I'll obviously be, uh, be updated when, whenever the new, the new songs are about to drop and stuff, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll be looking out for it. I'll be sharing it for sure.
1: Thank you so much, Chad. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you again, hopefully in 2021.
0: Heck yeah, man. Let's make it happen.
1: (laughs) All right, brother. Thank you again, Chad.
0: All right,
2: bro. Have a good one.
1: All right. You too. Bye-bye.